Hey, Radio Fire Radio. This is your host, Christopher, and I'm here bringing you information about the Antichrist spirit. I know that you all want to know this information because it's vitally, vitally important, but I want to show you something that's independent of me. These are things that someone else has studied about the Antichrist spirit, and I got excited when I read this because it lines up with things that I've been teaching you about the Antichrist spirit. This comes out of a book called Spiritual Warfare by Richard Ng. Go purchase your copy today. This is something that if you did do deliverance or exorcisms that you need to have as a resource inside of your arsenal. But the reason why I'm talking about this is people don't understand the depths or how big the Antichrist spirit is. And I believe that Richard Ng summarizes everything that I have been trying to explain and teach to you in regards to Obama and how things work out with the spirit. And this is something that's independent of me. So if you want to argue with this, by all means, argue with it. (laughs) Argue with it. But it's straight scripture. This is chapter 14 out of this book, Spiritual Warfare by Richard Ng. The spirit of Antichrist. Antichrist is a worldwide power as well as a ruling spirit. It is found both inside and outside the church. It is the power that opposes God's kingdom. The prefix anti implies something is against to or opposite from something else. It has been around for a long time. God, perhaps since the Garden of Eden. It is the spirit of a religion that honors the flesh, part of the Babylonian system that covers the earth today. There will be an individual called the Antichrist who will personify everything that is against Christ in the end times. This evil Antichrist power will reach its climax in activity and evil. The Antichrist spirit is of the world and speaks about things of the world. People yielding to that spirit respond to the world, know the world, approve of the world, delve into the world and appreciate the things of the world. And the world responds to them. They love the world and the world loves and hears them. As much as the world loves unbelievers, it hates the followers of Jesus Christ. Does this sound familiar? Is this contrary to anything that I've said to you when I've talked about the Antichrist spirit and how it's manifested itself through former President Obama? I didn't make this stuff up. I just want you to understand this. Jesus said that the world has hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world in John 17, 14. Politics, government, Business, banking, military, music, sports, medicine, law, entertainment, movies, TV, education, religion, and many other activities are antichrist in nature. All that is in the world and opposes God belongs to the antichrist. We'll read that again because that's very, very important. All that is in the world 
and opposes God belongs to the Antichrist. All that the world stands for, which denies the Father and the Son, is Antichrist. Many Christians really never left the world, and this is true. And they leave the church to go back into worldly pursuits. That is how you know that they are not true Christians. They serve the spirit of Antichrist and mammon. So how can Obama say that he loves Christians at the same time but coming against them? Because he has the Antichrist spirit manifesting through his being. Anytime you touch the world, you touch Satan's kingdom. Christ's kingdom is not of this world. Churches are beachheads of Christ's kingdom, dwelling in Satan's kingdom. Strangers in a foreign land. We dwell in Satan's domain, but we remain separate and distant. Sorry. We dwell, we dwell in Satan's domain, but we remain separate and distinct. Now, that's a, that's a powerful word that he used there because um, as many times in the Bible, it says that there was no separation between the profane things and the things of God. So you have to have your sanctification. You have to have your distinctness away from the things of the world. We came out of the world and walked into God's kingdom. Satan hates Christians because they stand out as beacons in the midst of his dark domain. Satan would love to have us fall to the lust of this world the substitute system that opposes God's sovereignty. Satan sets many traps to ensnare us with the cares of this world by the thorns and thistles of debt, greed, power, material possessions, luxuries, broken relationships, money, worldly ambitions, and sexual lust. He set the world up so that the pulls affect each Christian. It shouldn't, but, they, but it does. In Colossians 4.14, Paul writes, Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. In Philemon 24, Paul once again mentions Demas, part of my fellow laborers. In 2 Timothy 4.10, Paul makes this sad report. For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica. So you see the pulls of the world ensnared and convinced Demas to leave the ministry and perhaps the faith. The spirit of Antichrist continues to pull many Christians back into the world, even some who have seen the power of God and worked faithfully for years. This is how strong and how powerful this Antichrist spirit is. We live in a world and must use it, but we must not be ensnared by the world. Jesus came eating and drinking. He used the things of the world, but he never became ensnared by them. We live by the spirit and can take or leave the world. We possess things, but when things start to possess us, that's when the spirit of Antichrist controls us. We touch the world, but we learn to detach ourselves. We remain citizens in a foreign land. Paul said, but this I say, brethren, the time is short. It remains that both they that have wives be as though they have none, and they that weep as though they wept not, and they that rejoice as though they rejoice not, and they that buy as though they possessed not, and they that use this world 
is not abusing it for the fashion of this world passeth away. That's 1 Corinthians 7, 29 to 31. This talks about us living in this world, but not being of this world. You have to change fathers. You have to change your relationship with those things of the world and put them in their proper place in their proper perspective. So would it be easy for people in the church to listen to the things that the Antichrist spirit is doing and saying and become a part of it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And when I, when I teach you things about the Antichrist spirit, it's not because I'm trying to put you down. I'm trying to make you aware that there's a global uh, system out there that if you're not careful, you can be snagged into. You can be sucked right into this system and you can start doing the things of this world. Paul says we, have, we may have wives, but we should not favor wives over the things of God or the things of the world over the things of the spirit. We obey God before our wives and we do the things of God, not the things of the world. In order to please our wives, our love for our wives is secondary to our love for God. We weep and yet we can, can let it go because we put the things of God above worldly possessions and riches. If we lose possessions and riches, we weep not. Although the rest of the world would weep for loss, we rejoice over again, and yet we rejoice not. We know that the things of the world become transitory and worthless in the heavenly realm. We can weep or rejoice like the rest of the world, and yet it affects us not at all. For our joy rests in the Lord, not in the things of the world. We look like citizens of the world and can laugh and weep, but we come from another kingdom. We live in the world and yet we live outside of the world. We need to be aware not only of the physical world, but of the demonic power behind it. We'll read that again. We need to be aware not only of the physical world, but of the demonic power behind it. Behind everything in the world that is not of God hides a demonic power, the Antichrist spirit. Every time we touch the things of the world, we touch the demonic power behind the world. We need to be very careful when we touch the things of the world. They can become Satan's snare, the snare of the fowler, as spoken of in Psalms 91.3. Every time you watch sports or commercials, promoting various beauty aids and self-help products, you touch part of the demonic realm that controls the world. Every time you watch sexy ads, beauty contests, or sexually arousing programs, you're touching the demonic power of the world. Every time you get involved in some business deal, political activity, or some organization outside of the church, you're touching the demonic realm, the antichrist spirit. The activities of the world do not honor or promote God's kingdom. The activities of the world do not honor or promote God's kingdom. Almost everything outside of the church promotes the coming of the Antichrist. The industries of entertainment, banking, military, medicine, law, commerce, sports, business, and even some religious, pseudo-Christian churches included. Promote and prepare for the coming of the Antichrist. 
the world's activities lead inexorably to the Antichrist and the end times. One can definitely observe opposition to Christ in each of these areas and all other areas of life that are not of God. Radio Fire Radio, I've been telling you this, and it's good to have an independent source. Richard Dane, I'm telling you, and I'm not making this stuff up. I didn't just pull this out of the air and said, let me just start talking about the Antichrist and, and help people understand uh, that I have some great knowledge. No, this is all biblical knowledge, biblical foundations that I have learned over the years. And Mr. Ng sums this up so beautifully, and he explains it all and puts it into a context that I, that I want you to understand. All spirits are going to be tied to this Antichrist spirit because they're under its control. They're under its realm of authority. For instance, the entertainment industry pushes sex, violence, and rebellion. It promotes satanic music and movies. Even children's cartoons push demonic ideas. The banking industry slowly but surely contributes to setting up a one-world economic system featuring a cashless society, debit cards, credit cards, and the sign of the beast. The global military gears itself up for world conflict and destruction and will play a major role in suppressing and persecuting Christians in the end times. Medicine promotes abortion and the idea that only the laws of nature and evolution exist not God. The legal profession with its worldliness, greed, and desire for power represents ungodliness. The government inexorably creates laws that push the nation away from God. It prohibits prayer in schools while allowing meditation and visual visualization under the guise of self-improvement. The educational system teaches witchcraft <clears throat> and ungodliness. Commerce and business motivate themselves towards greed, world control, and personal gain. They accept any product so long as it makes money, including pornography, liquor, and drugs. The political arena endorses greed for power, money, fame, and a one-world government. Evil permeates every segment of society, setting the stage for the Antichrist. Neither mankind nor the world has changed a whit over the centuries. Man just invented more ingenious methods of committing sin. Richard N. goes on to talk about another thing inside of the Antichrist spirit, and this is Babylon the Great. The entire world makes up the Babylon religion and the system created by Satan in opposition to God. Listen to this. The entire world makes up the Babylon, Babylonian religion and the system created by Satan in opposition to God. All that exists in the world which is not of God falls under the control and evil influence of Babylon, Satan's empire. You cannot walk between the two. Either you serve God or you serve mammon. Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues, Revelation 18.4. Many Christian writers claim the beast that rises from the sea in Revelation 13.1 represents the Antichrist. Verse 7 says, And it was given unto him to make war with the saints, and to overcome them, 
and power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. You see how all of these things are connecting together? It's not just one spirit. It's all of these spirits under the control of the Antichrist. While we busy ourselves looking for an individual Antichrist, the spirits of Antichrist are already at work in our churches to overcome the saints. Many are still fornicating in Babylon. Christians need to be very careful when they walk in this world. Hidden traps wait to ensnare us everywhere. I've heard Christians claim that the reason that they got involved in questionable promotions and business transactions is because God wants them to have a ministry of giving. In 90% of the cases, that is pure baloney. Most of them result in failure anyway, and such Christians always seem to be in financial trouble. If God wants to give them a ministry of giving, he will provide the success that generates the funds while keeping their integrity intact. Don't give me that baloney. Many Christians dip into the world through sex. They compromise with the world and enjoy the fruits of Babylon. They sneak into porno theaters and read racy magazines while proclaiming their liberty in the Holy Spirit and their ability to control their desires. Sooner or later, they fall into outright sexual sin. You can't walk the fence. You will topple into the world side sooner or later. You must come out of Babylon away from its things that entice and entrap. Even a little opening can give Satan entry into your life. On the other hand, coming out of Babylon does not mean that you must become Amish or a recluse. Draw closer to God and forsake the things of the world that pull you away. Antichrist represents far more than a different Jesus. It is a worldwide spiritual power and system which entraps. The Antichrist is a veritable Egypt that sucks people back into sin. How often did the Hebrews want to go back into captivity and bondage after God took them out of Egypt? The flesh makes bondage look appealing at times. The spirits of Antichrist manifest today in the lives of Christians who continue to covet things of the world. They cannot give up smoking or drinking. They still love their expensive cars, clothing, and food. The prosperity message is a fruit of the Antichrist spirit. It gives covetousness and pride. A backsliding, it creates, sorry. It creates covetousness and pride. A backsliding Christian may be a victim of the spirit of Antichrist. God wants his people to prosper, but not by ways of the world. David and Solomon prospered and then fell into sin through worldly things. In the church, the spirit manifests through constant deception and distortion of doctrine. Seducing spirits entice groups into following leaders who seem to be charismatic and natural. This spirit works to twist the true gospel of the kingdom into a worldly religion of prosperity and good works. Come on. We're seeing this right now today. I'm going to read this section again because you, you, you got to get this into your spirit, man. In the church, the spirit manifests through constant deception and the distortion of doctrine. 
seducing spirits, entice groups into following leaders who seem to be charismatic and natural. This spirit works to twist the true gospel of the kingdom into a worldly religion of prosperity and good works. Churches under the influence of this spirit love ceremonies, rituals, and good works. You can find ample good works, but little spiritual growth and understanding. They do not believe in tongues, the work or gifts of the Holy Spirit, miracles, or supernatural things. They base their religion on logic and sometimes science. The Antichrist spirit works with things of the world and will bend the word of God to fit the world and the flesh. Bending the word of God. That is why Paul spoke so plainly in Romans chapter 8 about walking in the spirit. The flesh desires the things of the world. The spirit desires the things of God. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The Bible mentions the spirit of Antichrist by name in only four verses. Little children, it is the last time. And as, as you have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. First John 2, 18 to 19. Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. First John 2, 22. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. 1 John 4, 3. For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an Antichrist. 2 John 1, 7. These are all scriptures that are tied to things that I've said before, things that I'm trying to get you to understand how bad the Antichrist spirit is and how big it is. It's, it's bigger than what you think it is. And I'm trying to open up your, your understanding and your, and your mind to see the truths of the gospel so that you're not tunnel visions into missing what the bigger spirits are doing what the principalities and powers are doing, not only to you, to your church, to your region, but to the entire world. Now, John makes a number of interesting statements. Verse 18 of chapter two indicates that as, as the end times approach, the Antichrist spirit becomes more powerful and numerous. It operates from within the church, causing people to leave and start their own cult or denomination or simply fall away. Since over 261 Protestant denominations exist in America today, the fruits are obvious. The peak activity of Antichrist will result in the falling away mentioned in the Bible. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, 2 Thessalonians 2, 3. 
Most deliverance workers come across this spirit sparingly and know very little about it. This spirit is mentioned as the first beast by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation chapter 13. There apparently will be an Antichrist which will appear as an individual man or beast. But there are also many Antichrist spirits already at work in the world to set the stage for the coming of the individual Antichrist. As an end-time spirit, Antichrist increases in power with time. Please understand this. Over the centuries, we can observe a constant falling away of Christians, even beginning with Paul's time. In the end times, however, a massive falling away will take place. Many Christians will return to the world or become entrapped by false teachings. He's got another section here under the Antichrist spirit titled A Different Jesus. Listen very closely at this, because this is where the deception starts getting really deep. The prefix anti means instead of, and therefore, we can see that the, the spirit of the Antichrist brings a different Christ from the one found in God's word. It is a deception that creates a false Jesus. One need not look far to find a different Jesus. The Jehovah's Witnesses claim that Jesus was created by God, thus denying his deity and his role in the Godhead, 1 John 2.22. The Mormons say that Jesus is the brother of Satan. Others claim that Jesus is a Filipino living secretly in Manila. Some claim he is a Korean by the name of Moon. New Agers say that Jesus is an ascended master, an avatar, like the enlightened gurus of, of old. New Agers, Hindus, and Buddhists claim that we are all Christ and have the Christ light in us. It's a bunch of bull. New Agers also claim that the end of the world will reveal seven ascended masters, including Jesus. But Jesus is only one of seven. They claim Kathumi, the reincarnation of St. Francis, is the highest of the masters. The others include a Tibetan master, a Buddha, a Hindu guru, an Indian sorcerer, and a shaman. What Jesus sits on the throne in your heart. See how deceptive this is? You know, People got mad at me because I tried to say that all of these different religions are going to join forces together. I'm not the only one saying it. I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to teach you so that you understand that this is very, very important for you to not get caught up in. It's, it's deep. The opening for the spirit of the Antichrist is self. Reese Howes once said, the problem is not sin, it is self. Self in the church represents rebellion against authority, pride, stubbornness, and lack of submission. The desire of self on the throne will lead you back to the world. Repentance and a genuine desire to serve God set the stage for deliverance from the spirit of Antichrist. This spirit works in conjunction with other ruling spirits such as Jezebel, pride, and mind control. You need to bind up those strong men and cut off the cords between the strong men in the heavenlies and those in the person. Antichrist comes out of the sea. 
dry up his waters, proceed to cast him out using the same techniques as with other spirits. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Antichrist works also with the following spirits. Greed, covetousness, gambling, desire for wealth, power, sexual recognition and fame, overindulgence in entertainment, alcohol, drugs, sex and food, flesh, fleshiness, idolatry, pride, self-glory, lawlessness, lack of respect, worldliness, witchcraft, false doctrines, strange religions, blasphemy, disobedience, rebellion, unbelief, doubt, vanity, reasonings, logic, science, and distrust. If you don't have this resource, I highly encourage you to get it, Spiritual Warfare by Richard Ng. I'm, I'm telling you, there's so many things that are out there that you need to be aware of so that you, as a born-again believer, can stay out of the things of this world. This has been Christopher Radiant Fire Radio. Hey, this is another follow-up to the roots of evil. They're, they're real. They're real. The enemy does not want you to understand these truths. He does not want you to see the bigger truth, the bigger pictures. You be blessed. Continue to study to show yourself approved. A ready worker. Rightly dividing the word of God. <laughs> be blessed. We are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you as we go forth in this endeavor in this hour. We pray that God would be with you. His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.